good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kiran Mack, as always, and delighted that you've been able to tune in with us again. Today is Thursday, the 6th of October, 2022. Now, before we get into today's show, don't forget to like this video. Please do subscribe to the channel. And don't forget to hit that notification bell if you want to be updated by YouTube when the next video is uploaded onto the site and once again don't forget we are available on a host of other podcast players from apple to amazon to spotify etc so now that that's all done let's jump into the first story of the day tannin transistor radios fly off the shelves after pm advice to locals in flood hit province a popular model of the transistor radio has become a best-selling product in Nakhon Ratchasima province after Prime Minister Prayachana Cha suggested that people follow updates on the flood situation via radio. On Wednesday, a visit to the old radio shop in Wang district showed a lot of retailers had come from other districts to buy Tannen transistor radios to sell at their stores. One retailer had travelled from Kam Tal So district to buy them for sale to low-income farmers because it's cheap. The 55-year-old owner, Jin Sang, said that the store had sold the Tannin transistor radios for 30 years on retail and wholesale basis before selling other brands. The owner said that he was surprised that a lot of people were coming to buy transistor radios on Tuesday before he knew about Priot's suggestion. Priot met with the Interior Ministry's executives and provincial governors via video conference about the flood situation on Monday after resuming the duties as Prime Minister. He said that government agencies will face difficulty if the communication system is down, so people might have to listen to the broadcast via the transistor radio. He mentioned the 2011 floods in which the power was out in several areas and people had to get updates via the transistor radio. The idea went viral after it was shared widely on social media. Jin Seng said the legendary Tannen transistor radio TF268 is the most popular model as it could receive both AM and FM frequency. Since then the radio has seen continuous sales and only 10 units were left on Tuesday as the price per unit is only 290 Thai baht. He said that buyers usually listen to music and news while farming with convenience as it's light and durable. He explained that the Tannen Transistor Radio has been a popular brand for a long time before other brands were in the market, especially Chinese products that invaded the Thai market. Moreover, people could listen to music and news with their phones. The sales of transistor radios has reduced significantly in recent times as only farmers in some districts use them. After this event, Jin said that he would bring more Tannen transistor radios to sell as its well-known brand since the time he was a child. And moving along, Cabinet approves draft criteria for protected person status. The Cabinet on Wednesday approved in principle a draft announcement proposed by the Royal Thai Police on the screening of foreigners who apply for protected person status, Deputy Government Spokesman Tresari Tarasanakul said. Ms. Tresseri said the draft announcement contains criteria, methods and conditions for the screening of applicants for protected status. 
Under the proposed announcement, applicants must not hold Thai nationality and not have been granted residency in Thailand. Those eligible to apply must be aliens who have entered or stayed in the country and are unable to to or do not want to voluntarily return to their home country, as well as stateless persons who are unable to or do not want to voluntarily return to the country where they had previously stayed. They must have credible reasons and evidence to show that returning could place their life in danger. Applicants must also get security clearance from the Foreign Affairs Office of the Royal Thai Police, including any past criminal record, activities which may affect national security and whether they are wanted under arrest warrants. The applicants must also submit a medical certificate to show that they are not carriers of diseases set down in a ministerial regulation, she said. The draft announcement will be forwarded to the Social Development and Human Security Ministry for consideration. And moving along, high hopes for 1.5 million Chinese tourists. Chinese President Xi attendance at the Asia-Pacific Economic Forum, that's the APEC Summit in Bangkok, could help Thailand secure 12 million international tourists this year, surpassing the government's goal of 10 million, says Tourism and Sports Minister Piapat Rechapakarn. Mr. Piapat said he believes 1.5 million Chinese travellers will visit Thailand in December if Mr. Xi allows outbound tourism to resume that month. Thailand's Ministry of Foreign Affairs said that Mr. Xi confirmed he would attend the APEC Summit on November 18-19. to I am confident we will definitely reach the goal of 10 million foreign tours by the end of this year, Mr. Piapat said. The country exceeded the halfway point of 5.7 million inbound visitors in the first nine months of 2022. He said 1.5 million foreign tourists are expected to visit Thailand each month between October and December, which would push the total for the year to more than 10 million. If extra Chinese tourists are included, the inbound market could reach 12 million, said Mr. Piapat. He says because the Tourism and Sports Ministry and the Tourism Authority of Thailand have maintained a close relationship with Chinese authorities during the pandemic, he hopes China might relax travel restrictions in December as a gift for Thailand, the host of the summit. Mr. Piapat said flights between Thailand and southern China have more than doubled to 15 per week, up from seven flights per week, with most passengers being students and businessmen. Meanwhile, a full Japanese reopening on October 11th is expected to benefit both Thailand and Japan, as tourist exchanges between the two countries were very strong prior to the pandemic, with high numbers of travellers in both directions. According to the Tourism and Sports Ministry, Thailand received 1.78 million Japanese travellers in 2019, while the Japan National Tourism Organization reported 1.31 million Thai tourists in the same year. Mr. Piapat said a further easing of entry controls in the large markets of Hong Kong and Taiwan will enable stronger tourist flows from those markets and Thailand particularly outbound to Hong Kong as the city is a preferred destination for Thais. Thai outbound tourists to Hong Kong and Taiwan in 2019 totaled 429,000 and 379,000 respectively. For the domestic Thai market, he said the number of local trips should reach 160 million as targeted thanks to the We Travel Together travel subsidy campaign and the co-payment scheme. Moreover, some local travellers might refrain from making overseas trips because of health and safety concerns, Mr. Piapat said. Despite his confidence in the arrival numbers, he said one concern is lower spending by visitors, which could affect the 1.5 trillion baht revenue target set by Prime Minister Payet Chanacha earlier this year. 
So where to begin with this whole article? I think it's starting to become clear how the Tourism Authority and the Ministry of Tourism and Sport predict and go about analysing their future numbers. It's based on actual guessing games and hoping that China will gift them 1.5 million tourists in December because they hosted the APEC meeting. Have you ever heard of such nonsense? Break it down completely. China for the last two and a half years have had a zero COVID policy in their country where pretty much if you sneeze and look like you possibly have COVID, the entire country or that area, sorry, would be shut down for weeks. Mass testing of the people and that's still going on today. But yet somehow he believes that China are going to open up in December and everything will be fine. Chinese tourists will be flowing to Thailand and they're all ready to go. I just uh, sometimes wonder exactly what they are smoking. Maybe they're having the happy weed over there in the ministry themselves since it was decriminalized and everything. But it's completely Lula stuff. I mean, just even to say we hope they're going to gift us one point. 5 million tourists in December because we have a close relationship with China. Well, many countries have close relationships with China. It doesn't mean that they're going to open up their country to allow tourists to leave and come on holiday and then have to go through the rigmarole to get back into the country. That whole thing, that the whole idea just is nonsensical. Then also Hong Kong. Hong Kong is a very changed place from Hong Kong 2019 or 2020 before the pandemic. It's become a country that has now been put under the control, really, of the Chinese government. The freedoms that people would have seen when they were there prior to the pandemic are very much gone. And it's a place that, unfortunately, a lot of people won't be visiting in the future. And finally, I don't think you need a PhD in rocket science to understand the current economic conditions in the likes of Europe and you know America and other places like that. Uh, when they talk about that people might not have the high spending power when they get here that they had in past years. Well, that's pretty much true because, you know, the likes of Europe are, are going through exceptional times at the moment where people's electricity bills are three, four or five times what they used to be. And, you know, there's a cost of living crisis in many, many countries at the moment. So, yeah, people probably aren't as concerned about going on holidays. And if they can, they're probably not concerned about, you know, spending the literally the most amount of money that they can when they get there. Having tourists come to your country should be somewhat of a privilege for you that people have chosen. But the only goal and the only talk behind the government seems to be always about how much money we can get out of them. And I, I do understand that from a certain point of view. But, you know, this kind of resonates with tourists as well when they start to think about the price they're charged when they get here and, you know, how they're just kind of people are only focused on, well, we only want your wallet. We don't care about anything else. And I, I think caring about tourists in a different way would reap better rewards. And this constant talk in the media from the government and the Tourism Authority of Thailand about basically we only need the money from them and treating people kind of in my way in a very disrespectful manner. Invite people, you know, have a good product here in Thailand, which they do have. Thailand have a great product. You know, but build it up, sell it well to people and tell them you're selling them an experience of coming to Thailand. If they come for that experience, they'll spend their money. But don't be consistently all the time talking in the media about how we're only looking for high earners and we need, you know, not going to spend as much as we thought you're going to spend and stuff like this. And I think they do a lot better to stay away from that narrative and stay along the track of Thailand's a wonderful place. We're going to treat you well. You're going to have an amazing holiday when you get here. You know, have the services and the facilities 
available to people that they would expect in a, a really nice destination like Thailand and sell it from that point of view and quit your talking all the time about high spending tourists looking for the most out of everybody all the time because really it does kind of sour people I think at the end of the day anyway that's just my two bit on that kind of situation I'd love to know though what you think about it all do you think Thailand are going to be gifted 1.5 million Chinese tourists this year do you think Thailand should market themselves a little better and stop all this talk about high spending tourists and money all the time and be more focused on the tourist experience when they get here because in my opinion that would reap more benefit as always guys your comments down below in the comments section are greatly appreciated and next up and again phuket taxis grab taxi deemed unauthorized driver fined suspended over kamala incident the woman grabbed taxi driver whose car was damaged by an angry taxi queue driver in front of Café Domar in Kamala last Saturday night has been fined 2,000 baht and suspended for 30 days for using an unauthorized application for providing taxi services. Provincial Police Commander Major General Serpan announced the news yesterday. The taxi driver who damaged her car in the incident, Willis Soisan, 41, has also been suspended from operating a taxi for 30 days. Of note, a report by the Phuket Office of the Public Relations Department explained the news as such that the Phuket governor, Narong Won Si, unnamed in the report, had announced the news saying that it was the decision of the Phuket Provincial Land Transport Office. The punishment followed Mr. Willas refusing to take a passenger from in front of the popular night venue to Patong for less than 400 baht. Passenger ordered a taxi from Just Grab instead. The woman Grab taxi driver named as Miss Naruman arrived in front of the venue in a red MG sedan at 9.40pm, Phuket Provincial Police explained in a statement issued earlier. After she made a U-turn to pick up the passenger, Mr. Willas and two of three companions approached her car with Mr. Willas standing in front of the car to prevent Miss Naruman from leaving. During the confrontation, as police called it, Mr. Willas struck her car, causing dents and scratches the police statement confirmed. Mr. Willas told reporters on Sunday that he did not hit the car. I was only defending myself, he said, claiming that the damage was from the car hitting him. Phuket Provincial Land Transport Office officials and related agencies summoned both parties to investigate and take legal action with the grab driver fined for using the wrong application. It is an unauthorized application, said uh, Major General Serpan. Not explained yesterday was that from June 13th, Just Grab and Phuket had been restricted to providing taxi services within two zones only, Phuket Town and Patong Karan. Just Grab is not to provide taxi services outside of those areas. Passengers can book Just Grab to pick up and drop off within Old Town, Patong and Karan only, the Just Grab website explains. Major General Serpants and the police statement confirmed that Mr. Willis agreed to pay 5000 for the damage to Mrs. Namaron car. It appears that the PLTO had used the powers under Section 21 of the Motor Vehicle Act to fine the amount of 2000 baht for using the wrong type of car, Major General Serpan said. Mr. Willis is also guilty of destroying public peace on roads or highways, threatening, insulting, harassing or disturbing drivers or passengers under Section 54 of the Motor Vehicle Act and has had his driver's license suspended for 30 days. I would like to ask everyone of any occupation that they must operate properly according to the prescribed laws. The Phuket Provincial Police will strictly and resolutely deal with those who violate the law to ensure fairness in society and to create peace in order to create a good image in tourism for Phuket and to build confidence for people 
and tourists, the uh, Major General said. Yeah, another strange one in relation to taxis here in Phuket. Now, I was just on Grab's website and it clearly does state that you can only get or use Grab in certain zones within Phuket and basically it's Phuket town and then the Patong area. I think we all know why this is and it's obviously to protect the taxi cartels here, right? And allow them to continue their ways because, you know, they've gotten away with it so long and no Phuket government or provincial governor has ever done a thing about it apart from, you know... um you know, take their side or at least create the conditions that allow them to, you know, succeed. Now, I did look up. Now, Grab is a very strange one because it says you can't, right? But you can actually use their app. I, I just hopped on the app. I, I went to Café Del Mar on it and I booked a trip from Café Del Mar to the center of Patong. No problem. And it would allow me to do it. So their app also is very misleading because it's allowing you to actually do that. By the way, it quoted me 710 baht. So also seems a bit odd, this whole story that he wouldn't take take the trip for anything less than 400. But the grab was charging 720. So maybe at the time it is as well. But still, even a couple of hundred baht, it still seemed kind of expensive on grab compared to what the local taxi guy was um, wanting to charge I'm not taking his side i'm just looking at the price that it is showing on the app right now but this will also lead to, you know to a lot of confusion for tourists tourists use these apps and when you open up the app by the way it doesn't say that you can't order a taxi from you know another area it allows you to do it it's only on their website and people don't go to the website so yeah, they need to make things a lot clearer for people because as i said tourists and foreigners who come here are used to using these apps maybe it's not grab but uber and other things around the world and this needs to be made very clear to people so they don't have problems like we're seeing currently around phuket in relation to taxis here because it seems and i, I don't know there seems to be an awful lot of stories recently about taxi drivers being in conflict with uh, other taxi drivers about picking people up and something needs to be done about it because this is going to be a very bad image for Phuket we're going to have more and more tourists coming in the next few months and I just think this is going to get really out of hand but that's just my take on it love to know yours and finally November 16 to 18 will be a special holiday for Bangkok, Samut Prakan and Nantaburi the Thai cabinet has made November 16, 17 and 18 special public holidays for Bangkok, Nantaburi and Samut Prakan to ease the movement of government leaders and senior officials during the APEC summit and related meetings. Anuka Burapashari, Deputy Secretary General to the Prime Minister, said today that the extra days off are also intended to enable security officials to perform their duties efficiently. Commercial banks and other financial institutes, however, will remain open as usual, particularly those responsible for critical functions. Other staff can work from home. State enterprise, private companies and the Labour Ministry can decide as they think fit whether to remain operational as long as they ensure that the public are not affected if they decide to suspend operations. The Apex Summit and related meetings from November 14th to 17th will take place at the Queen Sirikat Convention Centre in Bangkok. Government leaders, their spouses and senior officials from 20 countries and territories have agreed to attend. Among them are China, Hong Kong, South Korea, Malaysia, Indonesia, Mexico, New Zealand, the US, Russia, the Philippines, Peru, Papua New Guinea, Singapore, Taiwan and Vietnam. 
observers from the ASEAN uh, Secretariat, the Pacific Economic Cooperation Council and the Pacific Islands Forum and representatives from other economies and international organizations have been invited to attend some of the meetings as guests of the Thai government, said Anuka. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.